Welcome to Real Life Christianity with Deacon John Lozano. This podcast is about real life and living it in the light of the gospel. Real things, everyday things, relationships at home and work, real issues that the world presents every day, the complexities, difficulties, joys and aspirations of being human. Deacon John is a real guy, a deacon, but also a husband, a dad, a businessman, as well as an experienced counselor, educator, and author. And Deacon John invites us to come as you are as he brings the transformative power of the gospel down from the clouds to real life, your life. Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the head of the table. He said, when you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited, and the host will invite, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, give your place to this man. And then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go to the lowest place, so that when your host comes to you, he may say, my friend, move up to the higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, when you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you would have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. In the first reading today, the word humility is mentioned two times. In the gospel, the word humility is mentioned two times. <laughs> I think there's a theme here. Uh, someone asked St. Augustine, actually, whose feast is today, what are the three most important virtues? 
And Augustine said, well, the first is humility. The second is humility. And the third is humility. That's where it starts. Now, we Christians have not really uh, at times understood this word and have gotten into trouble with it. You see, humility is not putting yourself down. It's not squashing yourself. It's not being a doormat so other people could walk over you. And it's not having a bad self-image. If I have a bad self-image, I'm humble. No. St. Irenaeus said, the glory of God is a man or a woman who is fully alive, fully alive. And this might be the way in. You see, friends, humility is truth. It's truth about life, about ourself, and about God. It's truth about life, who we are, and who God is. You know, we live in a created world. We live in a created universe. And there's 10,000 billion planets the size of Earth in this cosmos. 10,000 billion. That's the truth. Our Earth is 4.5 billion years old. Billion. Cosmos, uh, universe, they estimate is 13.8 billion years old. Not million, billion. So contemplate this. Where were we? Where was I all that time? St. Catherine of Siena says this. We were loved before we came into existence. Loved before we came into existence. She said God's love actually compelled him to create you. His love for you compelled him to create you and me. It is this startling truth, truth, that someone, us, a mere, a mere nothing, could be tenderly held by God, tenderly held and loved for billions and billions of years, even before we're born, and then loved into life, existence. Once you get this, 
you're loved into this existence in such a way. We get things right and we're free. We enter into God's drama of this world and life. We live and act in God's work and his life, this great life, this great work. We move out of the little ego drama, the ego drama, that cramped small space of self-obsession within us, where I'm the center of the story and everyone else is a supporting character. It's about me. We see it in today's gospel. I want to be first. I want to be at the place of honor. I want to be seen by all, so I take the first place because it's all about me. And so we're not free. We enter that small space. Getting that ego monkey off our backs is no easy thing. It takes effort to get it off and enter into God's drama and life and the magnificence of his love. That's why in today's gospel, he actually offers a practical tip on getting the monkey off. When you go to a banquet, don't go to the place of honor. Go to the lowest place. It's not meant as a put-down. It's meant as a discipline. Let it go. Just let it go. Let the first place go. Take the last. See what that does inside you and how that frees you. Just get that monkey off your back. So here's some other examples I thought of. If you're someone who has to win an argument, I'm sure there's none of us here. You have to win an argument. Maybe once in a while you let the other person have the last word. If you crave to be at the center of attention, maybe sometimes you just let other people talk first, talk a little more, and you say less. So you get free of it. Suppose you're pretty controlling of other people. So sometimes you let, you make the decision. <laughs> you let someone else decide. Just to get it off your back. To get right. Suppose you're a very judgmental person. As soon as you meet someone, you see what's wrong with them. And if you're a perceptive person, it's pretty easy to see. And Maybe it's making you feel better that that person has these problems and you're caught up in that judgment of others. Well, okay. Decide to think differently. And when you meet someone, look first at their goodness. And if you're perceptive, you'll see it. Look first at someone's goodness. What would that do in terms of our relationships? How would someone enter 
into our life and ours and theirs? What kind of church? If we first saw another's goodness and got the monkey off our back. Suppose you like to be at the center. So you, when you're at a gathering, go to the fringe. Go to that person that's standing alone. Start a conversation, say hello. You'll be surprised what you find. And you'll become free. It's all about truth, friends. Contemplate your very existence here today. This love, <laughs> this eternal love of God, that gave you this life. That's why you and I are here. And enter into the drama of God's life. And then you'll get ready and prepared for your next birth into the new life that's yet to come. We thank you for listening and for sharing the good news with Deacon John, who asks you to come back often and support him by subscribing, by rating the site, and please share our site with others in your circle.